KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Kavanagh and Sons Carlay Senior Hurling Championship. Bagnallstown Gales versus St. Mullins. With thanks to Ray Whelan Limited, Bin and Skip Hire across Carlow and Kilkenny. Online booking at raywhelan.ie. Yes, thank you very much, Shane. You're very welcome to a little bit cooler at Netwatch Cullen Park than the last time we were here with a few grey clouds hanging overhead. But the good news is we'll be up and ready for action in a little under five minutes' time, well, over five minutes' time, as both teams go through their warm-ups on the pitch here at Netwatch Cullen Park. Bagnallstown Gales are on the Dublin Road inside and St Mullins, who've been on the pitch quite a while, who I did see warming up on the outside pitches of Netwatch Cullen Park as we made our way into uh, the stadium in the last inside the last half hour. So it is a big day in the JJ Cavanagh on Senior Hurling Championship. This is the first of our two games on the Carlow frequency uh, this game and the second game will be going back on full frequency as the Camogie is ongoing in Croke Park at the moment. So it's Bagnallstown Gales and St Mullins in the opening game here at 2.30 and at 4.15 it's the turn of Mount Leinster Rangers and Nave Owen. Terence it has been a terrific first and foremost welcome. Uh, it's been a fantastic championship so far. There's been great games. It's been competitive. Okay, it might have been a little bit under the bar last week as to what we had seen but some teams knew they were already in the semi-final which doesn't help it to be overly competitive but here we are, the four teams that remain standing are here and for me I think we're in for a right good uh, afternoon's entertainment Yeah, hopefully Brendan, you know as I said Bangstown Gales were a joy to watch in their first three games a little bit flat the last day, you know as I said and uh, hopefully you know, they can, you know, they can come back to themselves because, you know, they were so easy to watch for the first three games. Haven't beaten St. Mullins by six points earlier on, haven't beaten Navon by six points and haven't beaten Badenkiller by ten points. They certainly are. Referee is David Hickey. David is having a chat with both captains. Gary Bennett, the captain of St. Mullins. Now, they've made two late changes, turns. John Dorn starts wearing number 30. He's in at centre-forward. Seamus Murphy was named, but I'm sure we'll see Seamus sometime during the game. And I understand that Paddy Boland has a knee injury and Jason O'Neill starts for St. Mullins wearing number 21. Yeah, listen, Jason has been there thereabouts to, you know, the St. Mullins team for the last couple of years and uh, you know he's a cracking hoarder and listen Seamus Murphy will be used without a shadow of a doubt like he has come in more or less in every game and uh, he's got his point or two in every game like you know he's an old campaigner a season campaigner and a cracking hoarder he certainly is well Bagnallstown Gales will line out with Andrew Townsend in goal Andrew Casey Darren Nolan and Thomas Marr in the full back line Keen Dial right half back Alan Corcoran number 6 Jamie Whelan number 7 at left half back Brian Dial and Jack McCullough are in the middle of the park with Danny Dial Craig Dial and James Dial in the half forward line. Andrew Kane wears number 13 Jamie Clark 14 and Richard Whelan number 15 and before I come to the St Mullins team, Bagnallstown Gales did win the under 20 and the club is going in the right direction, they'll have pep in their step the one thing I will say, St Mullins are here today and they're a great outfit, they've got a tremendous tradition in Carlow they've got a great, tremendous tradition in hurling full stop, but uh, Marty wasn't here the last time, he can make a difference and in saying that Craig, Styler and a few of the Bagnastown lads weren't here last week against Rangers Well it's true Brendan, you know they were missing Craig uh, James and uh, Jamie Wall so like and, Jamie, and Jamie Clark or Jamie Clark yeah. as we were meant anyway, yeah, okay. yeah but anyway you know and they're three valued players like on, uh, you know, in the Bagnastown set up now, I know like Rangers are missing a few too, but listen, uh, Bangstown from the first three games, if they can, you know, if they can refine that kind of form, it's going to be a cracker. Yeah, they hurled well. They hurled really well. Like and against St. Mullins, it was impressive. Like the last man, Darren Olin, midway through the second half, they went a point down, and next thing, like you know, they rattled off the last four scores on play. Like I know, I know, uh, St. Mullins lost, you know, they lost James Lyle through two yellow cards, you know, uh, you know, by later on in that game. Yeah. But listen, if Bangstown can, you know, refine the form they had in the first three games, this could be a cracker. And the great thing is, turns to crows in all stadiums. 
50% capacity. So I think anyone who wants to be here today can be here today. And uh, not bad value, 15 euro for two matches. I think it's good enough value, even though some people feel it won't. But, you know, these fellas in Carlow Hurling are competitive, they're good, it's a great community, and they deserve all the support they can get. They're great clubs. It's true, like, and you're talking, like, you know, about the Banks and Lads winning uh, the under 20. In fact, they're in the final of the junior, the one, you know, the beat. Uh, the beat uh, Burn, uh, Burn, Burn Rangers, Rangers today, yeah. by a point, and uh, and Palatine beat Mount Leinster Rangers also in that game. Like so, listen, they're in the junior final, they're in the senior semi final, and have won the under twenty. So you know, it's not a bad year. Upwards. And, I know it's good. And it could get better. Anyway, get better, yeah. Okay, well, they're in their black and green hoops, Bagnallstown Gales. We welcome all our listeners in Bagnallstown and all the people from Minaviug all over the world on the app. We're online, we're on the app. And if you're listening on the app or you want to explain to somebody, just tip it on the top left and you get the option of tuning to Kilkenny or Carlow for this, our first game here from Nedwatch Cullen Park as the Camogie is on the Kilkenny frequency and the Kilkenny girls are in the intermediate All-Ireland final ongoing there with Anya and Martin from Croke Park. St Mullins, well, the line out with Kevin Kyo in goal, Gary Bennett, the captain at number two, Paul Dial three, Cahill Con- number four Michael Walsh Gerard Cody and Paddy O'Shea are the half back line with Paddy Kyo partnering Connor Kyo in the middle of the park the half forward line James Dial number 10 John Doran comes in wearing number 30 he play centre forward might rotate a small bit and Martin Kavanagh number 12 back for his second game in 2021 after being out with that injury Oshin Ryan at 13 Jack Kavanagh 14 and Jason O'Neill comes in top of the left wearing number 21 interesting to look at the page turns every game this year James Dyle was listed in the half back line. He's listed as right half forward today. That's an interesting point. Well, it is like even though he was he was wearing number six, like well, he, he had played the last two games, uh, you know, either midfield or centre forward. But I know, uh, like another interesting chapter is Oshin Ryan, a chap like that quite enough in the beginning of the year. Like in his last two games, he's, uh, he's after scoring ten points from play. He's impressive, up. impressive stuff. Connor and Paddy in the middle of the field. Paddy has had a good season as well, and, yeah, Con- and Connor has uh, proved to be one of the new kids on the block. We yeah, mentioned a few of the younger players coming through in Carlow. A big yeah. day for Connor as well. Big day for Connor. Like you know, he's a good chap. He has the right pedigree. Like you know, and he's a young lad. Like you know, he's, he's he has loads of ability, loads of ability, loads of space, uh, loads of speed. Also, and you know, he's he's a good kid. This young lad, you know. Are we going to see a duel with Alan Corcoran and Martin Kavanagh today? Well, Probably listen, one of the finest defenders in current times in Carlow. Yeah. One of the best attackers in the country. Absolutely. Over the last five or six years, you know. Alan has been the most consistent defender we've had and over the last five or six years like Marty has demanded you know that's been spoken about everywhere so two big two big stars you know uh, two, two, big, two big names well we look forward to that and at a quarter past four just before we do get going here it turns Mount Leinster Rangers and Navon and Navon in the semi-final and any game they did lose they only lost it marginally they lost it by, a, by a, a small number of points have been very competitive and we're expecting a good old battle at a quarter past four as well yeah listen they've scored 461 up to now and you know as I said in their second last game the second half like against St. Mon is like the second last day they played were hugely impressive and uh, and you know and the last day I'd like to be you know the win easy enough we're having a round of Ian O'Brennan okay turns a uh, few moves in the Bagnestown forward line as well I see Danny Dyle is at 10 today Craig has moved into 11 James is at 12 Andrew Kane normally 14 he's now 13 and Jamie Clark well I think like all hurling games in the modern day there'll be a bit of rotation well of course in fact, you know like we've got you know that John Doran was, he was there at number 11 in fact he's in he's in, he's in the number 14 position so he is at the present time he certainly is referee and, uh, David Hickey yeah. is ready to get the ball into James the game Dyle. and we're up and running here for the first of our JJ Kavanagh Sons Senior Hurling 
semi-finals Bagglestown Gales and St Mullins brought to you with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Disposal Limited you can check them out on raywhelan.ie and the first ball goes down the flanks it's out for line ball Bagglestown uh, Gales have this sideline ball from between the 20 metre and the 45 metre line on the stand side they're playing towards the Cannery scoreboard end the man to take the sideline ball is Darren Nolan he's had a good year too Darren. he's had a good year like he saw it, maybe saw red in one of the matches but listen he has been a cracking hurler and played, played very well there for the underage team also well the breaking ball off that line ball doesn't come out clearly O'Shean Ryan picks it up he has a shot at goal O'Shean but that's going to go wide from the time it left he sticks so first wide of the game to the men in green St Mullins in the traditional green shirts white shorts green and white stockings and Bagnall's Town as I said in their green and white or black and white black and green hoops rather with a little bit of white trim on the shirt here's the puck out from Andrew Townsend in the Bagnallstown goal down to the half forward line looking to find Danny Dial and Craig Dial but that just uh, overshoots room and, and James Dial goes for an absolute monster from his own half of the park and he sticks it to the left and wide so two wides to St Mullins but uh, it looks like James Dial is in the middle of the park here at the moment turns because he's been yeah. marked by Jack McCullough well he is like you know in fact John Doran is out on, uh, on 40 now so he is so uh, you know he, yeah, he seems to be centre field short ball from Andrew Townsend to Darren Nolan. He sends a route one ball right down into the heart of the St. Mullins defence. And here they go. Chance for Craig Dyle going looking for a goal. Craig Dyle, he's got the first goal of the game. Did it cross the line? The umpires say it didn't cross the line. Town players are remonstrating. They're saying it was over the line. The umpires adamant it hasn't been over the line. Craig Dyle is furious. There's no green flag gone up. And it is going to be... And there's no VAR. There's no VAR here. <laughs> it's going to be... Uh, a line ball I think where's the slitter gone uh, the linesman on this side is Paul O'Dwyer and he's pointing here that it's going to be a line ball on this side of the park but uh, the Bagnellstone players are still remonstrating so a talking point already but look at the umpire was there he's the man who's in line with the line and is he, he yeah. calls it you have Absolutely. to take the man's word for it Absolutely, like, and Craig will be disappointed because he had a serious chance, like, he was after kind of cutting through and getting a bit of pain on the way through, like, you know, he had a serious chance, like, you know, he, you know, but listen, what happened has happened, then there's a sideline ball. Still no score, two minutes gone in Netwatch Cullen Park, there's the sideline ball, it's a good ball, it's well executed across the face of the goal, there's the shot, it's gone in and gone over the bar, James and Bagnestown, James Dyle of Bagnestown gets their opening score. One point to Minivyog, no score sent Mullins, two and a half minutes gone, they got something out of it in the end. They got something out in the end, like, you know, as I said, like, there will be, uh, listen, like there will be a bit, you know, a little bit disappointed, Brendan, but what happened happened is the point for him. Line ball on the side of the park. It's going to be another Bagnellstown line ball. This time Jamie Whelan places it. Jamie gets it about a yard in from the sideline. Another young player, Terence, has done quite well during the year. He is like, you know, and he's actually connected to, uh, uh, to the wheelers. Uh, down the ball and killing like you know he's, he's from a hurling family he certainly is here we go Bagnestown nice bit of play with their corner forward Andrew Kane he struck that well that's oh it's off the crossbar Kevin Kilman up was pulled on by Clark did it take a deflection oh, and he you. wanted a 65 but the umpire said it's gone way but there are two great chances for <laughs> Bagnestown Gales they've really started well turns they really started well like you know and you know well there could have been two goals you know, well, had things worked out from, but this one has just drifted to the left and wide. But they've played, they're starting very, very well. Here they are, they're hungry, they're moving well. Here's their midfielder, Brian Dyle. Meany sends it downfield, gets it to Jamie Clark. He's a little bit of a wizard, this fella. He's plenty of pace. Paul Dyle is that's a great challenge by Paul Dyle. All the experience in the world, Dyle knocked it off his stick. 
it's going to be a free out to St Mullins as well because something must have happened after that but excellent challenge by Paul Dyle excellent. but that's when you need an experienced fella like Paul playing against the team that uh, would be if it was golf or anything that you'd call them wild cards after the performance this year but they're here on merit Bagnaston but that's a cracking challenge by a Paul a cracking challenge you know and Jamie Dyle now he is or Jamie Clark he is so fast you know and he was on his way through and Paul just got to get the hurl to the, to the ball and you know it went out and it's a free out now Jerry Cody gets it to the middle of the park Bagnaston Hunt and Harry without the ball working hard Jerry carried it down the flank on the far side they come out with it again this is uh, Michael Walsh number 5 there's a little bit of holding there and I think it's going to be a free to St Mullins and uh, it is our free as well there was a little bit of a pull down there so at the moment if you just joined us four minutes gone in the opening JJ Cavanagh Son Senior Hurling Championship semi-final here from Netwatch Cullen Park brought to you with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Disposal Limited check them out on raywhelan.ie it's one point to Bagnastown Gales James Dial with the score it's now a chance for Martin Cavanagh Marty DeMouse with this free he's three metres inside his own half of the park he's ten metres in from the sideline on the old press box side of Netwatch Cullen Park into the Dublin Road end goal this is a big one but he's quite capable he struck it well will it carry is it accurate it bar, looks yeah. good all the way that's what makes him a good free taker Martin Kavanagh he got his first of the day turns first of Manny he normally knocks in a nice little ratio of course all free takers do one point apiece five minutes gone not a bad start one point apiece is right like you know as I said he's a cracking free taker he's renowned for his frees and from play but just in uh, St. Mullins around the attack but it's going out over the sideline Brendan yeah this third line ball we have in this department here but, uh, that's the way they are plenty of instructions coming from the sideline Pat Fenland John Kennedy Niall O'Donnell and Hall Ryan on the sideline for Nave Mowling. I see Paddy Eduardo lying there. In fact, he was playing cornerback for Palatine in the junior match. Down in Fenner there like an hour and a half ago. Not too bad of a cornerback either. Footballer hurling. Anything is moving. <laughs> Come on, Pod. Gavin Nolan, manager of Bagnastown Gales. Willie Dial, Peter Dial, Phil Gagan, Jerry Power. Maria Carey, the physio, Sarah Foley, is the statistician there with Bagnastown Gales. They're uh, really doing well in the opening minutes of this match, as are St Mullins. It's competitive, it's tight, it's close, there's a bit of tension. Our match referee is David Hickey. Here's the sideline cut from Cahill Connolly of St Mullins. He cut it very well, sends it downfield, trying to get Martin Cavanagh in onto it. But he was held at bay there by Keane Dyle, who stayed goal side. Marty ran out of space. And ironically, we have another line ball another in the same ball department. In the very, very same place, more or less. Like, you know, about, about, about 45, 50 metres out from the goal. And, you know, it's down, down, towards, uh, down towards the sugar, sugar factory. And yes, it is. One, formerly sugar factory. One point apiece. Aaron Foods there and sugar factory way down the road behind it. Anyway, here is the sideline cut. Darren Nolan. Good one. Another one very well executed. As Ronnie suggested, lots of lads well able to take them. Now, that breaking ball goes to James Dial of St Mullins. We have a James on the Bagnastown Gales team as well. Across, he gets it to Gary Bennett. Gary Ware, number two, gets it to John Dorn. Lovely turn by the experienced John Dorn. Sends it in. Lovely touch by Jason O'Neill. Jason touched that beautifully on the stick. Turns, but to me, that's wide, that's wide that's ball. Wide but it was a lovely bit of hurling. And if you had yeah. got it, it would have been a cracking score. Yeah, in fact, and if you, know, if you just watch the way John Dorn trapped that ball coming down, like a man of his age, you know, it's, it's a lovely touch. He was always a fine player, John. There's the ball downfield from Darren Nolan. Oh, well caught. Well, gathered indeed. Jericody is there, but Bagnastown. Gales pick up the pieces and they get away Craig Dial and he That's decides right. to put it wide so they're all striking wide that's Bagnastown Gales first wide and with the wides coming like that it takes a little bit of momentum we had out of it but they're testing the waters both teams seven minutes gone one point apiece between Bagnastown Gales and St Mullins second game coming up live here later on it'll be on the full frequency Camogie on and Croker at the moment puck out comes from Kevin Keogh in the St Mullins goal 
down to a left half forward position it is Bagnellstone will try and defend it we have another line ball John Hickey's the linesman on the far side and John a fine corner back he was also playing with Fenna and Carlo he gives that line ball to Bagnellstone Gales on that far side the line ball will be from within the side to 65 and uh, I suppose turns like all hurling matches if Bagnellstone have any uh, thing of beating an experienced team like St Mullins here today like they did in the earlier rounds of it you got to win your own ball line outs puck outs you everything have, of course you, of course you have like you know and, and, and you have to be like an awful lot of experience like you know St Mullins have the pedigree like they're you know and as I said Bagnellstone haven't won a match or won a county final for uh, 54 years a little bit of a late challenge on Marty Cavanagh there it is uh, Connor Keogh comes forward the under 20 from St Mullins going to be cleared by Jack McCullough centre fielder sends it downfield but it's that rude one ball which is gathered in the half back line and it's now in the hands of Gerard Cody Gerard Cody moves it forward and James Dial fancies a big one he's got a fair old whack on the ball has that's this one gone over that's wide as well so that's four wides for St Mullins one for Bagnellstown Gales but that seems to be their ploy get the ball to the shooters no matter yeah. how far they're out James has two wides they have four altogether yeah, you know, as I said, I said, it's a cracking game, like, and I'm impressed. You know, the Bankstone lads, after, you know, a bit of a drubbing last week, they're so impressive here again today. Like, there's a pep in their step, like, there's a bit of a swagger bone today, Brendan. I'm like, one know. of the fellas who wouldn't read too much into last week at all. I wouldn't well, anyway, read into it at all. Yeah, but nobody wants to be. They did a Tyrone on it. They did a Tyrone on it. Absolutely, absolutely, like, God Almighty, yeah. Tyrone. Uh, well, commiserations to me. Congratulations yeah, to all our Tyrone people. Absolutely, That's absolutely. Carlo. And there's a few Tyrone people around, so we say congratulations absolutely, to you all. Yeah, absolutely, Brendan, yeah. Here come back. Oh, Bagnus down the short puck out, and they're put under pressure. Thomas Marr took his eye off it. He gets a bit of help from Jamie Whelan. Jamie, and again, it takes a deflection, and we have and a fifth Gale. line ball. Yeah, Bangstone Gale by line ball this time. On this side, six line balls altogether in the game. One point apiece, nine minutes gone. This game brought to you with thanks to Ray Whelan, Waste Disposal Limited. You can check them out on raywhelan.ie. Speaking of Whelan, it's Jamie Whelan will take this line ball. And uh, good afternoon to all our overseas listeners. Also on the app, Jamie sends it downfield for Town Gales. Down towards the half-forward line it goes. Andrew Kane tries to win it. Andrew Kane flicks it back to his first cousin. Craig Dial has to check, turn back. Marty wraps him up and buckles him up. And it's good play by St. Mullins. And Paddy Keogh knows what to do. He gives it to Gary Bennett. He sprays a long one. 60 metres downfield. Running onto it is Jason O'Neill. Lovely first touch. He always had Jason. He turns. He looks for the post. He sends it in. And that's right. another bad wide by St. Mullins. That's five wides now but turns that's what I spotted a few minutes ago their, their ideal thing the corners, is they're, they're playing the corner like, shoot from 65 metres out go for it take yeah, your like, points yeah, like, and, and, you know, and they're trying to make space to themselves like the corner forwards are playing in the corners so they are, like, they you are. Know, but listen Jason O'Neill now he has he has put his uh, the Rangers there three or four years like in a final he got the winning score he's a good horror this lad Andrew Casey sends it down the field breaking ball favours James Dyle of Bagnellstown Gales on the far side and believe it or believe it or not we have another line ball I think we may widen the pitch for the second <laughs> half or the last quarter with ten minutes gone it's one point apiece and it's been competitive there's a fine crowd in St Mullins supporters taking up their usual spot and sprinkling of them in the stand here but there's a big crowd from Minaviog and surrounding areas here a lot of neutrals and they're all here to see the JJ Cavanaugh's on Senior Hurling Championship semi-finals it's uh, been a good championship as I've said it's been a oh, good advertisement for Carlo Hurling and uh, Ballon Killen the unfortunate ones turns yeah. they had injuries they lost out in the end but someone someone out of five had to lose out but uh, they will be back yeah it's true like you know the only score 247 in the championship like you know they're riddled like with uh, you know with injuries like where St. Munns has scored 467 and Bankstown gave 561 like which is more or less the same yeah, you know, it's good, it's more, yeah more or less the same scoring like, you they're, know. Not, they're not breaking records at the moment with 11 minutes gone one point apiece no, but it's been tense not, absolutely not you know very very evenly matched James Dale on the move yeah, he's plenty of pace James and look at him just moving that ball on the stick he switches it back out John Dorn runs onto it that time it didn't work out for John he's number 30 on his back John free out. one back it's going to be a free out two Bagnestown Gales 
John Dorn, one of the most experienced he men is. on the field. Has been a great servant to St Mullins over the years. Now here's a free. And again, they've got to make use of There's players moving left and right. They're trying to bring Danny Doyle into the game as well. Darren Nolan takes the free. Down towards Jamie Clark. He got a flick onto it. Danny Doyle runs in now, but it's tidied up by Paddy O'Shea. Paddy gets it back to Paddy Kyo. Paddy gets it to Jerry Cody. Jerry Cody, a relieving clearance right down towards the 45. The centre back there was Alan Cork when he done well on Cody. Jack McCullough comes across. Boom, McCullough took one or two fair good rips. He's a minor two years ago. He's a hardy snipe. He got the ball downfield, but he didn't get it to his own man. Jericody won it Jericody has it gives it to, to Martin Kavanagh there goes Mouse running forward Marty Kavanagh is going to get a free now to me, to me I thought Marty it should have been a free against him because yeah, he, right, jumped, he jumped off the ground yeah, he, that's, he that's, jumped, a, that's illegal you can't do that he jumped off the ground he went to go over him rather than through him yeah. and uh, you know it's a, it's, 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 it's a questionable one yeah it now, looking at it it looked bad from the Bagnestown point of view but I don't need the, the Bagnestown man stood his ground he, yeah he stood his ground like uh, Marty instead of trying to yeah, maybe, maybe muscle his way through him he went to kind of jump over him and you know kind of pulled himself down but listen he has the free and uh it's questionable. But it's, a hard, it's a harsh one in Bagnallstown to support as well. So yeah, one yeah, point apiece. Marty, yeah. Marty has a chance of making it two points to one. He scored the first one from a free Martin Kavanagh. James Dyle scored for Bagnallstown. If you just joined us, here's Martin Kavanagh. Looks at the post on the Dublin Road end goal. He struck it with conviction. Sends it in. And it's another white flag for St Mullins. But they haven't scored from play yet. Bagnallstown have. It's low scoring. 13 minutes gone. Two points to Nave Bowling. One point to... Bagelstown Gales. Here yeah. is the free, or the puck out, I should say. Andrew Townsend with the puck out. Down to the middle of the park it goes. Breaks in the middle. And it's going to be Jack McCullough to raise this one. He sends it back down towards the half-forward line. Craig Dyle is underneath it now. Running onto it is Andrew Kane. Can Andrew make something about it? Man inside. Gets Craig Dyle. Flicks it across. That's a great interception by Paul Dyle. It's out for a 65. Yeah. Dyle knew exactly what his name said. Craig was going to do with that ball. He came across. Cut off his flight path. And that's good play by the St. Mullins fullback. But a good move by Bagnallstown Gales also. Oh, absolutely. Listen, Paul is after kind of having two big moves now. You know, since the game started. He's after, he's after kind of capturing two players. And, you know, he is, he is, you know he's starting really really well but it's uh, it's a 65 now and uh, who will be who's going to take this Brendan oh Craig has come oh, out to take Craig, it. Yeah. yeah Craig yeah, he scored 65 about 20 metres in from the sideline he's just a uh dead straight in line with the upright on the left hand side as he looks towards the scoreboard end but it's a chance for Bagnallstown Gales to level proceedings here in this JJ Cavan and Sons Senior Hurling Championship semi-final 2.30 was the throw in we have 14 minutes played Craig Dyle steadies himself he picked up a bit of a nasty injury in round 3 He's okay. He missed out in round four. He's back now for the semi-final. And here he is. Scored 210 in one of those rounds also. Can he score this free? Craig Dyle. Two points at Mullins. One Bagnastown Gales. Is this to be two Bagnastown Gales? He's given it yes. everything. The man from Park Murrah. He sends it in and he gets a white flag. Two points apiece. Craig Dyle with that free. Struck it well turns, but he has been a great servant to Club and County. The fact is, he was saying like he scored two ten, he scored, he scored two ten like against Navon, so he did like you know he's a cracking hurler and uh, he has given so much service to the county. That's as a well. great take by Martin Cavity. Won a great ball there. Here he goes, Marty sprinting through, gets away from two three, still has it. Oh, on his knees, he knocks it downfield. Intercepted by the cornerback Thomas Marr of Bagnallstown Gales. He done well, flicks it across to Brian Dial. Beanie is back, loses his footing. Referee said, well, he was assisted to lose it. Free he's out. going to get a free out, a free from the end line. It's two points apiece. Marty's in trouble down there, Brandon. Yeah, he he he. he he was very sore after the last holding, match. Yeah. yeah, he's holding his leg there. As I said, that he he took on about three players, and you know they just surrounded him. Right, they didn't kind of pull him down as such. He was kind of trying to burrow his way through. Him and, yeah, uh, hopefully it's not he's, too serious. Yeah, he's, he's, 
he seems to be a little discomfort yeah. on that knee, so he does. He's yeah. just rubbing his leg. He's back up. He's a month back ahead of schedule, like, and yeah, you know, yeah. I know people wanted to see that. He's he's a he's a bit of he has a bit of finesse, and he's a, a player that people like to see playing. Oh, he's, he's listen. He is he's a cracking player, Brendan. So we all know that for a few years now. Marty is excellent. Hopefully, he's uh, not going to be any the worst for this. The physios with him. He's going to try walk it off. He's uh, back up on his feet. He will continue. Ball breaks across the half-forward line for Bagnastown Gales. Two points apiece here. That was rushed a little bit. They were looking to find Craig Dyle, but Gary Bennett is there. Read the situation well. Gary, captain of St. Mullins today. That ball takes a flick off of the stick of Keen Dyle on the far side, and it's out again for a record amount of line balls in the opening 16 minutes. We should be heading for a water break fairly soon, turns. But, you know, we say momentum changes after the water break. Yeah. No one really has momentum at the moment. It's even Stephen. Yeah, you know, and well, it's kind of hard to believe the score, like two points each after this like you know and, and it's all attacking Hurland and there's the sideline cut for James Dyle took this one and runs all the way downfield and Jason yeah. O'Neill follows it now he's had a good opening start any ball he got he's done well with it sends it across looking for Marty Cavanagh Andrew Casey stands goal side free out free out to his ground it's going to be a free out to Bagnastown from their own 20 metre line and uh, Marty is recovered fully anyway he's uh, in there with Darren Nolan and Darren says you make it back Marty we got the free he's, he's not going to change his mind he's going in I'd say he's, he's gone in full in, forward uh, he's yeah. uh, going in there like maybe you know to try to walk off his injury here's the free from Darren Nolan that's about the third free they've got from that department in this opening 16 minutes here at Netwatch Cullen Park now they're trying to break out with it St Mullins that's Paulie Kyo gets it to Gary Bennett two season campaigners now plenty of experience as well don't feel it goes but Darren Nolan is there all alone he'll run to the sideline passes out by Marty Cavanagh switches it downfield good play by the Bagnastown Gales full back tight marking from Jerry Cody and Craig Dyle as it came forward now Jamie Clark comes looking for it so does Dyle Clark is onto it he gets assistance from James Dyle of Bagnastown Gales a good old duel Michael Walsh came in he won it he's a hardy bit of stuff Walsh the hand pass gets him out of trouble down to O'Sheen Ryan O'Sheen with the red helmet nails one down towards the goal but out comes the keeper for Bagnastown, Andrew Townsend. He moves it quickly down towards the middle of the park. Danny Dyle chases after. Great take by Danny. Danny looks in, sells it to me. Nice play, Danny Dyle. He's a good all-round sportsman, this fella. Paul Dyle is chasing him. Knows how dangerous Danny can be. St. Mullins have done well. Defended it very, very well. Paddy O'Shea came across, lost his hurl, but got rid of the ball. Sends it downfield. It's a good old tussle here in Netwatch Cullen Park. It's now down with Jack Cavanagh. First real touch for Jack. He comes out to the wing half-forward position to get it. Sprays a beautiful ball across towards Connor Kyo. And the under-20 from St. Mullins lets fly. Sends it in. And that's a very well-rocked score by St. Mullins. Connor Kyo gets his first of the afternoon three points St Mullins two points to Bagnallstown Gales 18 minutes played and I think we could be heading for the water break after this puck out are we heading for it right now turns Kelly now low scoring competitive no scoring. and not a lot between the sides low scoring and you know I wouldn't be surprised if we could have two water breaks one from overhead Brendan it's getting very cloudy looking but listen <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully well hang in Hopefully it'll hang well, in for what, a while longer. What, what have you made of that first 18 minutes, Turns? Listen, listen, three points to two, and, uh, you know, both sides, like both sides are, you know, well, they're attacking non stop. You know, I'm impressed, I'm impressed with Bangs now. You honestly thought now, you know, psychologically, I could get to him last week, but they're hurling so well out there, Brendan. They're giving it all competitive. Yeah, and, and Marty is a kind of, is a kind of hobbling on that leg a little now. He hasn't got the pep he normally has like you know I'd say he's not fully right there like you know well they're having their water breaks at the moment don't forget coming up later on at 4.15 Mount Leinster Rangers versus Navon in the second of our JJ Cavanaugh Sun Senior Hurling Championship semi-finals live here from Netwatch Cullen Park and uh, of course we'll be bringing you full live coverage of the final when it comes about we are hearing that it's next weekend next Sunday so not a, a lot of rest for the wicket but uh, it has been a tremendous championship at the moment in the first of the semi-finals three points 
points to two in favour of St Mullins here over Bagnastown Gales. Referee David Hickey is ready to get us going for the second quarter here in the first half of this uh, match. And this game is brought to you with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Disposal Limited. You can check them out on raywhelan.ie. And I'd like to thank them for their coverage of the Carlo Senior Hurling Championship here on KCLR 96FM. So thank you to Ray and his staff uh, as we look to the scoreboard. Three points St Mullins, two points Munavug turns, but uh, nothing between these sides. Yeah, talking about sponsorship, like I was speaking with two chaps from St Mullins that were home there recently, like in the other, and, and they're out in Luton. Well, a man and his wife, she's Cody from Rahan, and he's the Murphy from St Mullins, and Simon. And I said, it means so much to them every Sunday. You know, like they can tune in and hear the local team playing. And you know, when you think of it, it must be great for them. It certainly is, especially for people away from home who, yep. want, to, who want to uh, keep in tune with, with what's happening. So we have to thank all those people for keeping us on air. And uh, to all the people, as I said, listening across the world from Bagnastown, St Mullins, from Rahana, Ballymurphy or Boris, wherever you're from, or from Moishal. Uh, anywhere across the world if you're tuning to uh, our hurling here on KCLR 96FM. Five live matches this weekend. As the ball comes downfield, here's Martin Cavanagh. The pep is back in the step. Paddy Connor Kyo runs onto it. Connor did quite well. Excellent inside. He's turned the centre back. Alan Cork, where he turned him very well. Takes the strike at goal. That's a good score. Connor Kyo. Two for Connor. He really did well. He's got pep in his step as well. Four points, St Mullins. Two points to Bagnastown Gales. 19 minutes play turns. Connor did really well. Yeah, listen, he did. You know, he's a good chap and he's great speed and he has great pluck also. You know, like he'd, he'd, you know, he'd find a face for two players, you know, try to get through. He's good hurler. There's a foul committed here. Referee has spotted something here. And if there's anything high at all in hurling, uh, referees consistently will give the freeze a tap towards the helmet or anything like that. So it's a free to Bagnastown Gales. No chance is a vital one. It's I know. a vital one. Yeah, I know there's only two points in it. Like there's 19 minutes gone. But, like, you know, you know, when the banks are now, they really need this, like, you know, to keep in touch. But, you know, they're playing really well. You need everything. Craig Dial is the man with responsibility. He's got one so far. His brother James got a point from play. This will be Bagnastown Gales. Third point if successful. Craig strikes it well. Yeah, Does he strike it. it well enough? Yes, he's got, got it. it. It's that's another it. white flag for Styler. The umpire another to the other one, so. Four points to three. And that watch Cullen Park. Short puck out from Kevin Kyo. Gets it to Gary Bennett. Gary on that far side. Left corner back. Steady little player, Gary. Turns back. Never loses the ball as such. He held on to it. He gets it back into Paddy Kyo. Then Paddy decides to let it fly. He's looking for John Dorn. But John Dorn didn't win that. It's won by Bagnus Town. They're coming Brilliant. forward. There's a free yeah. foul on the far side. And this man, Brian, Brian Dyle, like, he's had a great year. He had a great year. Like, you know, and, you know, he used to play centre-back for so long. But he's kind of he, about midfield. Like, and he has, you know... He's, he's he has a, he's an all-round game, hasn't he? And yeah, he has listen, he's, yeah, he, he has a lovely wrist also. In fact, he, he's, well, he's a very decent free-taker also. Now, he was taking... Uh, up to now because uh, because Craig was injured there you know when the last day but you no know, he's a very good horror Brian yeah the line balls I think have taken a bit of a momentum out of the game the free <laughs> the freeze are in, they're entitled to have they're entitled to have the freeze so I had a multitude of them there early on like but they seem to have kind of quieted down a little bit this, th- this is the first free for Craig now over on the far side this all these frees are to the left hand side he's outside the 65 down towards the scoreboard dressing room cannery end Aaron foods for the older listeners that's the goal they're playing into Bagnellstown he's got two Bagnellstown have got three St Mullins lead by one it's four three is this the equalising score Dial sends it in high it's four points apiece 21 minutes gone it's a super score by Craig Dial and that's four points apiece in Netwatch Cullen Park in this JJ Cavanagh Sun Senior Hurling Championship semi-final he took it well Ter yeah it had like you know and um, two from play from Carnegie Hall and everything else like has been from a pace but oh no uh, Jack apart is, from James Isles uh, Jack has to change the shorts he's a cut to the back of his hand so Jack Cavanagh so he's been allowed to do so uh, by the referee and just a wipe to the back of the hand 
So he's back in on the field, which is fair enough. He hasn't that, been brought into the game yet, and he has, play, he has played quite well. Up, you know, up, he up does, to, yeah, it's up to yeah, but I'm just saying he is quite, you know... He's not getting the service in there yeah, yet. It's that, it's that type of game, isn't it? No, but you know, he's, he's one of these lads, you know, he could light up any moment. He could. He could get a score from long distance, or he could stick it in the back of the net from short distance. Here goes uh, Kevin Keogh. Kevin, a reliable man too. Sends it downfield. That was St. Mullins goalkeeper. Jack McCullough rose for that. Breaking ball gets to John Dorn. John is still plenty of pep in the step. John, lovely layoff. The hand pass downfield. James Dial running onto it. He's the turn back. Throws it onto his left hand side. Let's this one in. That's, That's three right. wides for James. And he's and getting plenty of ball. Now I make that six wides for St. Mullins. Six wides to two, Brendan, yep. Six wides for. Nave Mowling, two wides for Bagnallstown Gales, but the scoreboard is what's important. It's four points to Bagnallstown Gales, it's four points to St Mullins, and we've eight minutes to the half time whistle. It's very low scoring, Ter. Very low scoring, like, you know, very, very low scoring, as I said, but, you know, but the Bagnallstown, like, they're, they're playing really well, like, a team that, you know, well, listen, they're after having a great campaign, like, in fairness, like Bangs. Jack McCullough got it down towards Jason Kane. They're still going forward. Ball is the bounce fair. Here's Paul Dyle again. He's won anything has gone in around there, Paul Dyle. He's playing like a man possessed this afternoon. The fullback has done well. Marty well. raced onto it. Couldn't control it. The opposite number 12 has a James Dial of Bagnallstown Gales. Gets it back to Keane Dial. Keane Dial to Craig Dial. Three Dials linking well together. Flies going back. That's a foul. Challenge from behind. The man who tried to make the challenge was James Dial. And he tripped up Craig Dial. And it's going to be a free to Bagnastone Gales and a chance for yeah. Bagnastone Gales to make it five points to four. James Dial is not, not happy, happy. but He's not I a think, happy camper. No, I think he would have to be fair to a player, but the referee no option. Into him. Yeah, but he, the referee had no option but to give a free. Yeah, no, no. yeah but, and fact, to deliver one. Yeah, he because tried to stumble into it was his momentum. Yeah, 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 so James is a bit frustrated about it. So it's just one of those. So it makes up for the one that. They weren't happy with, I suppose, earlier on. Now the ball's been moved up because a few players have said something to the referee. So it's going to be moved up. But for me, it was a definite free. Yeah, it was like, you know, in fact, it wasn't an intentional free, believe it or not. He just kind of clumsily kind of tripped into him. James knows how dangerous Craig can be. He followed him and he just... uh, and vice versa. And four points apiece. Craig Dial to give Bagnallstown the lead on 23 minutes. There it is. Gone in. It's gone over the black spot. And the Bagnallstown Gales men lead here. Four frees for Craig Dial. A point from play from James Dial. And for St Mullins, two frees from Martin Kavanagh. Two scores from Conor Keogh. Scores from play have been scarce. Kevin Keogh with the puck out for St Mullins. Downfield it goes. One in the middle of the field by Jack McCullough. McCullough sends it down to Andrew Kane. Showed well for Kane. He's really done well. Held on by the jersey there, but he gets away. He's a bit of speed. That's a great inside ball. Craig Dyle is in the full forward line. Chance here for Bagnastown Gales. Dyle, it's a, a brilliant stop. Gary Bennett. Gary absolutely Bennett. top class from Bennett. And the two boys acknowledge one another. They know one another well. Bennett has saved the day for St. Mullins oh, at that occasion. But Andrew Kane did really, really well. Yeah, listen, you have to, you know, he, he spotted them inside and a great ball. But I'm just saying, Gary Bennett had to kind of more or less dive full length just to get the hurley to the end of that ball. That was a cracking save by, you know, by the captain. Gary Bennett really done well. It's a 65 for Bagnastown Gales. John Hickey comes in. He makes the mark for Jonathan Lainsman, as I said, on that far side to see... Uh, to show Craig Dyle where it's from no great hurry here as well Andrew Kane wearing number 13 Andrew Kane Andrew be nephew of the great Pat Kenny of uh, Nerny fame Pat and Stephen two great athletes and footballers in their day Pat was on a good uh, solid Carroll football team never seen you playing hurling Pat but uh, your nephew is not too bad hello to Mag down there in Bagnastown as well five points to four Bagnastown Gales lead St Mullins 25 minutes gone Craig Dyle to make it a six points to four lead for the Bagnallstown Galesman. Here's the lift on the 65. Striking it down. That's gone wide. wide. That's wide, the yeah. one that needed. It's gone wide. That's three wides Bagnallstown. 
Nave Moling have got six wides, but the scoreboard reads five points to Banglestown, four points to St. Mullins. Yeah, an interesting one. Uh, Banglestown like are playing an, ex- uh, an extra defender. A sweeper, down there. yeah. Yeah, sweeper down there. And here they are trying to win the ball yeah. out in the middle of the park, but Martin Cavanagh has it. Marty strikes it off his left hand side, sending it downfield. That's a great take. Young uh, Ryan is doing quite well. Oshin, he's had a good first half with a duel with Thomas Marr. Marr has done well, and here's Jack McCullough. Jack McCullough came back and won the possession. Magnestown are playing well. Need to relieve that ball. They've got released it now to the middle of the field. This Brian. is Brian Dial. Beanie gets it to the far side. That's it. Downfield. It was a foul inside there. And it's going to be a free. And this time Gary Bennett, after right. saving their bacon the last time, he fouls J.M.B. Clark unnecessarily. And there's going to be a free from the 20-meter line. And if someone says anything, I think David Hickey's no option but to move it up either. Yeah, and he has moved it up. And he has someone has said up. something already. Yeah, he has moved it up. Like, you know... Um, the captain is not too happy like Gary Bennett he's not a happy camper out there but listen that was a free sir that was a free over there without it was a free like you know but you know it's a free you know and this will certainly be number six four points St Mullins but Bagnastown lead 5-4 26 minutes gone here in Netwatch Cullen Park and a good news for Carlo Hurling as well because the county final is going to be broadcast live on national on television TV, yeah, yeah, Carr, yeah, so it's, it's, yeah. big, it's great news for Carlo because yeah, uh, yeah, so I always feel the Westmeads the Carlos the Leishas the Antrim they deserve plenty of coverage because these lads work as hard as the Galways the Kilkenny's the Tipperary's the Limericks they do it all in fairness and they love their hurling as well here's Craig with the free dead straight in front of goal he's got to get this one he's going to take his point Mrs Murphy in Town. if you're wondering if he's going for a goal it goes in it's gone over the black spot it's another one for Craig Dial five points for Town Gales from Craig Dyle of six in total they lead by two against St Mullins still short on scores and play from both teams there but it's true like you know five from play and you know and the brother get the other one but you know as I said that both teams like are attacking non-stop but you know when the scores are very scarce Gary Bennett to John Dorn John sends the ball into the middle of the park Connor Keogh he got two from play for the St Mullins men but the play breaks down in the middle of the park and Richie Whelan comes out with it for, uh, that's a free down to St Mullins Richard is wearing number 15 that's going to be a free from the middle of the park for yeah. St Mullins the man that wins the free is Jason O'Neill he has started well so has John Dorn Seamus Murphy didn't start neither did Paddy Boland they were named on the original 15 six points to four Bagnastown Gales lead in association with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Disposal Limited you can check them out on raywhelan.ie Marty Kavanagh will take this free dead straight in front of goal into the Dublin Road end and he pitches a little bit of grass to test the wind that's a little bit cooler than of recent times. Marty with the free. He's a kid dog off the left-hand side. Dead straight in front. Long way from home. But uh, no better man on his day if he can. Here he goes. Marty strikes it. It looks to be dropping over the right bar. over the bar. Kind of a TJ Reid style <laughs> one. He just gave it enough. Six yeah. points to five. Marty Kavanagh with another one here in KCLR 96 FM you're tuned to KCLR 96 FM 6 points to 5 Bagnellstown Gales lead St Mullins 28 minutes gone here ball just drips out over the line and Paul Dwyer the linesman yeah, gives that right, line ball right. and it's going to be another line ball I think that's line ball number 8 on this side of the park and uh, Bagnellstown Gales will take this the man to take it is Jamie Whelan wearing that red helmet no he's not he leaves it to Jack McCullough Jack is having a fine game here Brendan Jack has playing really, really well, and he had a big game like for you know for the under twenties also. But like he's, he's a young lad, that's after maturing very well. There's a great sideline cut from Jack, but Jericho Cody's round long enough to deal with it. Jericho wins a good ball, gets it away one-handed, over to the middle of the park. Connor Kyoto is very, very well. Knocks it back to Gary Bennett. Gary turned out of trouble. James Dial was coming in to stop him coming out. He gets it as far as Michael Walsh. Michael is one of the fine, tall, lean, athletic players. Six foot two of them downfield, he sends it, but it's Alan Corcoran comes out and wins that. And 
Alan Corker sends it right away down to the full forward line. Craig Dylas there. Here's Kane. Oh, it's a brilliant interception. Knocked off the stick. Cahill Connolly did really well because Andrew Kane was on his way to goal. Craig Dyle looked in a lovely ball. It goes right down to the far end of the park. Long ball comes down. Conor Gill was held. Ryan is in. There's going to be a free out here. St. Mullins yeah, are not happy. There was a pull down on a player, the referee is indicating. And we have a Bagless Town man injured over here. Ter. Yeah, he was kind of caught by a player there coming out. I won't say who it was, but I, uh, number 12, James Eyre, was the one that kind of got caught with the St. Mullins lad coming out there. But listen, it's a free out for Bagless Town, and James Eyre is, is getting up, so he is. He's grand now. Little bit of a. Off the ball stuff and Argy Bargy going on. Six points to five. Bagnus Town Gales lead. And turns I'd say if people were being honest about it, they probably deserve to leave. They do deserve to leave. And you know, as I said, I'm hugely impressed with it. I was impressed with it in the first three games, like I said, don't want to keep going back to the you know, but last week now they were average on the day. But listen, Bangstone are playing really, really well now. There's a good poke out from Darren Nolan. Down to the half forward line it goes. Seth Mullins defended. Jamie Clark gets onto it. He gets a bit of hassle from Martin Cavanagh. Two fine players. And uh, it is Bangstone to win it back. Marty chased after him. Bangstone still have it. That's ooh, that's frontal. That's going to be a free. James Dyle. Richie Whelan was uh, pushed off the ball. Frontal challenge outside the forty-five. And he's uh, felt the worst of that yeah, there. And I think the referee's going to have a word with James Dial here. James Dial of... Uh, of St. Mullins. Uh, well, Marty is 12. He's there. He's standing over the player. In fact, it's, it's Marty Cavanagh yeah. is, is the one, yeah. I, I think. Well, he's given the free anyway. Yeah, Marty, no, Marty's only with the referee. He's questioning something over there. So it's going to be... It's definitely free in anyway. That's not going yeah, to change. Listen, this was a frontal charge and there's no questions about it. And Craig Dial is going over it. Craig's brother James is the one who's on the ground, I think. I think it's James Dyle. No, it's uh, Young Whelan, Richard. Or, 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 yeah, Richard yeah, Whelan, yeah. Right, yeah. Gary Bennett is there too. Yeah, number 15, you're right, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a free. And uh, Young Richie Whelan is okay. Oh, he's up, he's up in the He's up. Richie's an under 20 as well. Yeah, he's a good chap. You know, well, well six of the... Um, the senior team are on the, on the, on the under 20 team. Yeah, Brendan, yeah. Six points to five. Bagnellstown Gales lead in St Mullins. 31 minutes and a We're half. We've gone over time now. I'm not quite sure what the added time will be, but Craig Dyle has a chance. He's only missed one. It was the furthest one out the field. This one is just outside the 45. Into the scoreboard end. Styler, as he's known locally in Minivyog, has a look at the posts. He steadies himself over the ball. Puts the stick down parallel to the ground. There's the lift. There's the strike. And Craig Dyle sends it in. That's, and over the bar. That's point number six for Styler. That's point number seven for Bagnestown. They lead by two here as the match referee, David Hickey, blows the halftime whistle. Now, turns. it was competitive. It was good uh, at times. But when you don't get scores from play, that doesn't matter to players as long as you can win a match. But for spectators and for the flow of the game, you said it was good. It is. Yeah. But... It's not a classic, it's but, not yet, a, no, but, yet classic. but yet it's good. Not a classic, like on both sides, they're you know, content to attack and attack, like, but what is noticeable, like Marty is not exactly himself today. Jack is kind of quite by Jack's standards. And, uh, you know, as I said, and, you know, and Bangestown are deserving of every score to got, Brendan. Now, in saying that, the two lads are quite for St Mullins. If you look at how, uh, how uh, up front Alan Corkin was as a defender in the championship thus oh, far, yeah. we haven't seen much of Miter, so it's telling us that there's not a lot happening in and around that department. Well, it's true, Brendan, it's true, like, you know, but we know Marty kind of can, can smuggle himself through yeah. on so many games, like, you know. And Jack is why, you know, he kind of produces this big 10 minutes and he can get a couple of scores, and you know, but. You know, they're cracking hurlers, but by their standards today, they're kind of quiet. And Bagnus don't probably deserve a bit of credit because you said both teams are going for scores. When they get oh, the ball, they show their speed and, and, and the mo- their, their attitude is go for a score every time. Yeah, and, and but for Paul Doyle, you know, there could have been two and goals Gary, scored and Gary, Bennett. and Gary Bennett, like, you know, and, you know, and there could have been maybe two goals, Scott, like, you know, and it looked more like getting a goal 
you know, than anybody else. Like the, they're playing well. Okay, well, it is half time in Netwatch Cullen Park. It's seven points to Bagnallstown Gales. It's five points to St. Mullins. Turns before we hand back to the studio, uh, your views on the second game, uh, Mount Leinster Rangers and Nave Owen. I, always, I have said right through the championship, Nave Owen have been competitive. And when it comes down to the two of them, it could be tight. It and could it could be, be a hell of a lot tighter than people think, albeit people in Carroll know this, that the team that beat Rangers will be the team that will be the county champions well sure listen uh, Nevo kind of started quite enough this year you know they, they, they got a hammering early on like you know and uh, well a couple of hammers like and all the one like uh, is one game but they're after improving like the second half against St. Morris now you know two matches ago they were very but the, very the losing good. margins weren't massive though were they oh no absolutely not yeah. like you know no, 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 anything but like you know yeah. but at the same time at the same time that they were beaten uh, you know, when they're beaten by two goals, 3.15 to 1.15 like, against, uh, against Bangstown Gales. Well, unless the Rangers beat him 2.14 to 16 points, which is four points. Or, yes, uh, it's not a lot. More. And, uh, and uh, who has, oh yeah, Navon, uh, St. Mullins, uh, 2.19 to 3.13, like, which was quite close. Like, when, you know, 3.13 would win most matches. So yeah. It would, of course, like, you know, but they have improved in every game. They certainly and, have. Uh, and I know, I, I know Teddy Joyce is out. You say from Mount Leinster Rangers also, like with a finger injury. So he, like, he, uh, he Rangers, like, is a huge loss. He certainly is. Well, it's seven points to five. Thanks for that, Terence. We'll hand back to the studio. We'll be back in about five, six minutes' time. I think every uh, child in Carlow is on the field, male and female. Footballs, hurls, slithers, the whole shebang. They love an old puck around and Netwatch Cullen Park. Back to you in the studio, lads. KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Kavanagh and Sons Carlay Senior Hurling Championship. Bagnallstown Gales versus St. Mullins. With thanks to Ray Whelan Limited. Bin and skip hire across Carlow and Kilkenny. Online booking at raywhelan.ie. Robbie, you're very welcome back here. The ball is in, game on, and Craig Dial from the puck in, from the throw in, got a free for St. Mullins, but he's put it to the left and wide. Bagnallstown are gone the attack, but St. Mullins will clear it through Paddy O'Shea and send it down towards Jack Cavanagh, who broke the ball to Oshin Ryan. Oshin with a nice bit of stick work on the ground, turns inside the 45, centres one, but there's no one from St. Mullins in there. There's three Bagnallstown men there. One is the goalkeeper, Andrew Townsend. One is Keane Dial at number five. He's all the time in the world and space in front of him to send this one downfield. That's what he does, but he sends it a bit close towards Gary Bennett it's a wasted opportunity Bennett turns back in onto his right hand side from a left corner back position and gets us to Michael Walsh Michael sends a big one down right to the full forward line Dial breaks it here's John Dorn outside the D John Dorn pulls the trigger John Dorn sends it in and over the bar it's gone in for St Mullins it's now 7 points to 6 1 between them 7-5 it was at half time Bagnastown Gales leading at half time John Dorn pops up for the first one and it looks like St Mullins are playing a target man now and James Dial has gone full forward here in fact, you know, uh, yeah, he is. In fact, and Conor Kehoe, well, he was full forward there now just for a few minutes before half time. Paddy O'Shea has gone to the middle of the field. And, uh, you know, they're putting all their big names up front now, try to, you know, try to resurrect this game. Well, it's not over at all. It's no, only seven, but, seven, seven points to six. They've been nip and tuck right throughout that first half. One apiece, two apiece, three apiece, four apiece. There was that's a four a two. Hit. And that's a free. And it's a clumsy Stupid challenge by Bagnastown. Clumsy challenge. This is going to be a free. Marty Cavanaugh will take the free. He's inside the 45. This to level the game. Two and a half minutes gone in the second half here in Netwatch Cullen Park it's the JJ Cavanagh Sons Carroll Senior Hurling Championship semi-final Marty places the ball this game brought to you with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Disposal Limited you can check them out on raywhelan.ie so Marty he looks at the posts on the Iron Food scoreboard end yeah, John Doran is going to centre forward Jack Cavanagh's wing forward Marty's in the half forward line also with um, with Oshin Ryan in the corner and Conor Cahoe in the other corner and 
and um, James Isle full forward and Marty Cavanagh sends this one in he got three in the first half that's his first in the second half seven points apiece three minutes gone in the second half and I think the fans will be hoping for more scores from play Town goes short with the puck out the ball goes to Andrew Casey who nails it downfield Craig Dyle is underneath Jerry Cody keeps an eye on him but the oh, man that gathered it was Paddy Kyo uses experience to Jack Cavanagh in the middle of the field and he goes for a big one Jack Cavanagh that drops in and it's gone to the left and wide it's two wides in the second half the idea was good Town go play the ball down the wing it's with the wing half back and that is Jack Cavanagh making the challenge Keane Dyle was the man that got the uh, challenge and it might have been a free but the linesman wasn't in line with it so he didn't see it and he couldn't give it now they go looking for it Alan Corcoran is there looking for foraging for possession Jack McCullough is there Jack Cavanagh is trying to get it up everybody's trying to get it up no one can get it up but here comes Marty Cavanagh coming through doesn't get through either and it's uh, going to be a line ball to St Mullins tough all battle down there Ter Kelly hard to win possession 7 points apiece hard to win possession you're right like you know as uh, Marty there and, and Alfie, Alfie Corcoran just kind of crashed there into one another on, uh, no, very near the sideline and Jack is going to take the result in sideline cut for St. Mullins he certainly is 7 points apiece that remains at half time if you just joined us it was 7 points Town, 5 points to St. Mullins they're trying to play James style of St. Mullins into the game he was challenged there by the cornerback Andrew Casey Casey lost his footing Dial gets up he wins the ball He's bottled up. It's going to be three a three out. out. He couldn't get rid of the ball. There's a small bit of Argy. Argy developing here. And the referee is going to have a word with somebody. He's going to have a word. He's going to throw it in, I think. If someone has retaliated. Someone has retaliated. The ball is going to be thrown in. No free out to Bagnastown Gales. It's heating up a bit, Terry. Heating up a bit, like, you know, they know one other so well. And it's the fact there's a big price at the end of this, Brendan. Tina G next under. Tina G in the county final next under. There's a bigger price if you could win the county final. St Mullins trying to uh, stop Town Gales coming out with that ball and here comes John Dorn Greg Dyle came back and won that ball and he alleviates a lot of pressure down to Jamie Clark but again Paul Dyle as well Clark gets inside and boots the ball ahead here they come trying to lay it off Andrew Kane Jamie Clark just wouldn't come up on the bare park there off the ground free out, free free out. Out. Paul Clark, Dyle is massive there lads. Yeah, he took down the biggest man in the country Paul <laughs> Dyle Jamie runs in he catches Paul and, and says I can't get through you so I'm taking you down it's going to be a free out yeah, but he's, he's, been, he's, been, he's been brilliant to full back he has, you know, he has his best game for the last five years things like you know, he's so dominant there and you know, Jamie kind of took come on Jamie had burning speed like but listen you still have to get through big Paul Paul is a fine player here's the free Jerry Cody takes it lovely ball down to Marty Cavanagh takes a run at the marker defender pulls it across the face of the goal that's, that's going right. to run too that's far right. it's going to go away he was trying to find James Dyle from a difficult angle but that's another wide set Mullins three in the second half it still remains seven points apiece there six minutes played in the second half in the JJ Cavanagh Sons senior hurling championship really. semi-final yeah it's really interesting like you know there's a lot of stake here there's a lot of tension there in fact and just see out there in the middle of the field there's a few players Hopping up under their shoulder waves. Not a bit of tension. You can't beat it. Again, we're hurling. Pull hard. That's what they say. Here we go. Ball breaks on the 45 metre line. Bagnallstown have it. James Dial for Bagnallstown. Knocks it back to Jack McCullough. Did he strike it strong enough? He, he certainly did. 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 Jack McCullough, the minor of two years ago, sticks it in and over the bar. Men of Yogar back in front. Eight points to Bagnallstown Gales. Seven points to St Mullins. Six points. Uh, 
Six minutes gone in the second half, rather. Here comes St. Mullins, trying to work one from the back. Michael Walsh. Michael Walsh, the wing half back again, looking for James Dial. Up he goes. Dial gets a touch on it, James. Tries to flick it back inside. Falls to the ground. Looking for a free. They didn't get it. It's hard to get that ball off the ground there. A strike along the ground. Bangladeshown have got 300 defenders there. And the man coming out with it is Andrew Casey. He's been bottled up in his own 13-meter line. It's going to be a free in because he couldn't get rid of the ball. And the referee had no option but to give a free to St. Mullins. But you have to give St. Mullins a bit of credit for their tenacity in that. And young Casey is a little bit confused, but when you couldn't get rid of it, I think he, he went too far with it is what yeah. the decision is. It looks harsh, but... He kind of got bottled up. He yeah. kind of got bottled up, Brandon, like, you know, and he was kind of hoping for the referee to come to his assistance. In fact, James Giles kind of felt he maybe should have had one before that. But listen, anyways, after favouring St. Morris, now it's a free and had seven minutes gone in this. The second, second half. Marty to level it. It's eight points, Bagnell's Town Gales, seven he points. Try a low one, would he? I don't think so. I think there's too much at stake. There's plenty of time. Take your points. The goals will come themselves. But it's a game that Bagnellstown are the only team looked like scoring a goal earlier on in play. Other than the uh, inter- inter- intervention of Paul Dyle. Marty says this one in. He wasn't going to this one creep over the crossbar. He nailed it. There's anybody down around Greg Cullen there wants a slitter. It should be coming down around now. Eight points apiece. Five for Marty from place balls. And Craig Dyle. He's got six from place balls. Six from place balls. Brandon, so yeah. very few scores from play. Very, very few scores from play. Yeah, Jack McCullough got one. And uh, Conor Kehoe has got a couple. And got John, John Dorn has got one. Yeah. James Dyle for Bagnellstone Gales. Yeah. 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 So that's it. Here comes the Bagnellstone goalkeeper, Andrew Townsend, all in black. A little bit of greens trim on his uh, shorts as the ball breaks down towards Jack McCullough. Ball flicked off his stick. Good play by St. Mullins. Jack. Yeah, Paddy Kehoe split it off his hurry. Yeah, Jack delayed a little bit on yeah. uh, pulling on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's still having a, he's he's having well. a very, very powerful game there. A very, very big man, very strong chap. Yeah, he's uh, lots of famous sporting cousins, as I said. And last time, you didn't hear me. Well, sure, he's related to Niall and Derek, the jockeys, and Brian and Ed Byrne. Brian of Bristol Bears, Ed Byrne of Leinster and Ireland. And I'm sure there's a few more there too. And his cousin Tom Byrne was on the Ireland Jim Canna team years ago as well. There's a strong St. Mullins collection as well, let me there tell is, you. On the burn side. On the burn side, There yeah. certainly is. Here come... I'll take him. McCullough side that scores Bridge on Bagnestown. Here come Bagnestown Gales to defend it. Thomas Marr. Downfield. Great take. Turning and striking is Andrew Kane. That is as good a score as you will see. That is as good as you will see. Route one hurling over to Kane. Under pressure. Looked at the post. Bang. He sticks it in from a difficult angle. Bagnestown back in front. Nine points to eight. Andrew Kane. What a year he's had. He opened up Netwatch Cullen Park with goals at the start of this championship. Out comes Jerry Cody. If ever a man can turn again, big Jericho. Switches across the party O'Shea for St. Mullins. John Dorn scored a point already in the second half. Goes for a second one. It's going to fall short though. Will be tidied up by Andrew Townsend. Andrew Townsend sends it downfield down to Craig Dial. Wins a great ball in the middle of the park. Out over the head of Michael Walsh. Dial turns onto his right hand side. Let's one down towards Jamie Clark. Paul Dial is with him. Breaking ball was good. Good defence sent Mullins. They done well. There was a foul there. It was an unnecessary one. But uh, Carl Connolly really done well coming forward. Yeah, but and uh, the free will be given. But again, Paul Dial was in the right place at the right time. Uh, listen, he's, he, 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 no, he's having a massive game. Uh, massive game there so he is here's the ball downfield now Jack Cavanagh was under this one didn't get it out comes Jamie Whelan Jamie Whelan nice control play Jack McCullough middle of the park hand pass gets no trouble Keane Dial has it now Keane Dial knocks it back too oh it's a dodgy pass Jamie Whelan have to work to win it back he didn't it's won back by St Mullins that's what makes Martin Cavanagh special he won back a rook ball that 9 is out of 10 probably wouldn't go for he never gave up on it and Marty has knocked one in from play 9 points apiece he wasn't here the last time to play it but he's here today well, 10 minutes gone 9 points apiece there anyway so thank Brendan but listen Bangerson should have had 
that ball going down the field. They were kind of playing around within the half-back line and they have been so, you know, they have been so direct up to now, but listen, that one, Marty took advantage of it. Brian Dye, nice ball downfield. He's looking to see good Andrew Kane again. This man is running off the ball very well. Turns brilliant block down. The man that done well there was the man wearing 19. That's Oshin Boland. He seems to be in on the field now. Uh, 19. Uh, well, he's listed... Tw- yeah, Oshin Boland. He's on the field. 19. He must have come on at half-time. We didn't spot it. Out comes St. Mullins. Jerry Cody. Jerry Cody. Jamie Clark stops him in his gallop. Now he clears the ball from the 45-metre line down towards Oshin Ryan. The two Oshins on the park now. Ryan flicks it back to the far side. Trying to get a run on it is Connor Q. Score two in the first half, knocks the ball back in. Across comes Bagnellstown's full back. Darren Nolan, he wins it on the ground, tries to turn out of trouble. He free was out, caught, he's caught out. high. It's going to be a free out. And he's doing quite well at full back, Darren Nolan. Both full backs doing quite well today. We won't have time to talk about it. We haven't time to catch our breaths now. Big ball downfield. Craig Dial, Gary Bennett on the challenge. Dial goes down. Bennett does well, keeps him at bay. Got goal side. Simple thing to do when you do it and it works out right for you. Gary done well. He deserves a bit of credit. I think that was Connor Keown back there to give him a dig out in clearing it back as it gets all the way up towards John Dorn and now it's uh, on towards Oshin Ryan on the far side the man in the red helmet centres a great ball right in on top of James Dial the interception came from Alan Alfie Corcoran the experienced man Alfie's on the ground they can't hold on to possession they're battling for it here St Mullins Jack Cavanagh trying to get it up all happening inside the 13 metre line no one can get their hand on it James Dial has it now Town are defending heroically at the moment but Oshin Ryan let's fly and that is a bad wide that is a bad wide it remains 9 points apiece 12 minutes gone and it's in the melting pot now Terry Kelly a long way to go a long but way this to go. game is going to go anywhere there's nothing between Brian is just Jack McCullough or Jack McCullough is down in yes number 9 Jack McCullough is down in the middle of the field they're just holding his shoulder there but uh, you know uh, St. Munn has attacked and attacked there but you know give credit like, give credit to give credit to the to the Bankstone defence they were magnificent there yeah one thing you did say Bankstone listeners will be a little bit worried and, and you're right because uh, if you dilly dally around with the ball in the half back lane when you fellas like James Dial hovering oh, or yeah. the most Kavanagh uh, yeah. You're you're dicing with a uh, difficulty. Yeah, yeah, you know you're playing with fire. As yeah, Paddy, Bo- like, Paddy you know. Boland looks like he's going to come in on the. Yeah, uh, in fact, and I, I I think I think I'm trying to see who was going off there. I think the one is going off could be uh, could be Jason O'Neill, Brendan. Uh, well, we'll wait and see here. And Bagnestone are about to make change as well. If two subs coming yeah, in here. Well, Definitely one of them now is a Walsh anyway. Yeah, Niall Bulger. Patrick Walsh is one of them, definitely. Niall Bulger is listed as 17, um, and he's on the bench here. And yeah, Paddy Boland and, and Patrick Walsh went in. So that's uh, St Mullins bringing in uh, Patrick Walsh, 22. And it looks like Oshin Ryan, or uh, Paddy Boland is coming on as well, Terry, as you said. Bagnestone Gales are bringing in Niall Bulger wearing 17. And number 20, Jake Dial. And this man hurled well the last night too. Younger, younger brother of James and Craig. Conor Kehoe is, is being withdrawn there, Brendan. A little bit surprised for me. Is Connor gone? He is. Yeah, and here's here's yeah, uh, going out there. Here's Paddy Boland coming in. Yeah, uh, centre fielder is Connor Kyo. Yeah, it is Connor. He's gone there. Yeah, Scored two points in the yeah, first yeah, half. Yeah. So St Mullins are changing around a little bit. We'll have to keep an eye on that. So here come Bagnellstown Gales. Andrew Casey clears the ball downfield to the middle of the park. Yeah, Oshin Ryan is 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 the one is. Is the other one um, the Desafran? Yeah, Oshin is in. Yeah, he was already on the program. Here comes Brian Dial. Brian has been fouled in the middle of the park. Now this is a long-range free for Bagnellstown Gales. It's on their own 65. It's a chance for them to go into double figures. 
Uh, so Ocean Ryan is the man that's gone, yeah. and the man that's in uh, there is Paddy Bowling. Paddy comes Bolin. in wearing 15. Yeah, 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 I got confused with the yeah. two 13s. Sorry, no, 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 that's yeah. good. Yeah, I think that why he didn't do many favours, even though I thought he was hurling well enough in the first half. What's it, nine pints each? What, 14 and a half minutes yeah, gone? We're, we're nearly at the water break in the second half. It's, it, it could be described as a little bit of a stalemate now, could it? A stalemate, like, very, very tense layer yeah. between, like, you know. And uh, Craig Dyle, he's six metres inside his own half of the park, heading for the Dublin Road end goal. That's going to drop dangerously. Kevin Keogh was solid. Good hand. Kevin caught a good hand underneath the crossbar. That never really caused any danger. Kevin was comfortable. Sent Mullins, cleared the ball. Nine points apiece. Ball breaks back into the middle of the park. Craig Dyle chases back after it. Turns out of trouble. Short ball towards the man wearing 17, Niall Bulger. First touch for Niall. He sends a big, big ball all the way down to the full forward line. Again, Paul Dyle bats it away. Bagnus Toman, who was, had the advantage to win it. James Dyle lost his footing, but it's back now. Danny Dyle has it. Danny went for the hook. Jerry Cody blocked it down. Good play, Jerry Cody. Referee says there was a third man tackle here off the ball, and I think Jamie Clark is the guilty party. Yeah, he caught he caught Cody coming out there, so he did as as a third man tackle. He's going to be booked for it he's now. Going to too. be booked, yeah. You can't do that. So Jer is uh, now Jer is injured, but I don't think that challenge was the injury. I think he just held him and stopped them from advancing. Yeah. Nine points apiece. Turns fifteen and a half minutes gone. No separating these sides at half time. Town Gales led by seven card. points to five. That's the other card, I presume, is from Jamie Clark. I think that's what we I'd say Bagnus Town, from what we've seen in the championship so far, they've managed to bring Andrew Kane into it. He got the best point of the game, but Bagnus Town really need to get Jamie Clark more into the game because he has like, potential. Know, he is a potential match yeah, winner, so as, as is James Dial up, up front for, for St Mullins here at the moment. And here, here, here he James. goes on the ball. As I said, turning, that's dropping dangerously in around that the house. Near the square. Ball is there. It's a penalty. penalty. He calls it for a penalty. I thought there was two in the square. The ball was dropping in. Just indicating that the hand was pulled down. He's given a penalty, and there was a, there was a, there was twenty. The Bagnestone players are absolutely furious. Yeah, no, I thought there were two similar players in the square. As he's, the going ball to talk to the um, he's going to talk to the umpire yeah. now, but he's only telling the umpire I penalised him for pulling the arm down. So that's what he's given the penalty yeah. for. So Jack Cavan is still talking to the referee, but there's no point. He's well, he, the, Jack has the penalty. Jack has the penalty. Mullins have it. Now this is a turning point, turns. It is a turning point, you know, a big, big, big time, like, you know, as I said, uh, you know, it's, it's so competitive, the game is, what, nine points each, what, 16 minutes gone, after this now we'll have the water break. Was that not six and one half, doesn't it, the other to the ordinary spectator looking in there now? Yeah, but in fact, fact now, I thought, I thought the same one's player was in, in the square before the ball. Two of them were, yeah. Yeah, I, I did yeah. now, you know. Yeah, it was a penalty anyway, it's not going to change now. Absolutely not. Marty, Mar- Marty, Marty Kavanagh to take it. Yeah, listen, he's not too bad at him. He got five points from freeze, he got a point from play. It's a free. It's a penalty for Marty. Not an easy thing in hurling, but a player of his caliber will yeah. stick them away nine times out ten. Here he goes. There's he the lift. Look. There's the strike. Ah, oh, oh it was an God. absolute bullet. bullet. It was yeah, an absolute it. bullet. Marty Kavanagh. Is that to be the lifeline for St Mullins? It's been nip and tuck from start to this water break, which is about coming up now. 1-9 to St Mullins, 9 points to Bagnastown Gales, and it is the water break, turns, but that's a big talking point. Big talking point, like, you know, we're in the square, we're denying this, listen, no difference now, they got the penalty, and Marty, you know, he executed it perfectly, like, you know. Well, we have to be fair to the ref, he indicated that there was an arm pulled yeah, on, did, and if did, it was, yeah. it's, it is a penalty. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, like, yeah. no, there's no ifs and buts about that, like, but was he in the square before it landed in, like, you know, that's the question mark people will be asking, this is fair play, they took their chance, and, you know. But yeah, you mentioned it earlier on, there's no VAR here, Tar. There's no VAR here. If we had VAR at hurling <laughs> matches, we'd be stopped all. There. One nine to St Mullins, nine points to Minivyog, and it is uh, well. When you look at that, it means that uh, St Mullins have scored one uh, four in the second half, 
and Bagnus Nungales have only scored two points. So when yeah, you look at it that way, there's a bit of dominance there now. But it still ain't over. Anything can happen. Bagnus no, still have potential to do well. There's 17 minutes played in the second half, and we've got the fourth quarter to come here in Netwatch Cullen Park. So a place in the county final next weekend here against either Navon Moishill or Mount Leinster Rangers awaits Bagnus Town Gales or St Mullins. St Mullins in the driving seat now. The lead by three. It's not a massive scoreline in hurling. Not However, a, massive, no. a lead is a lead. Yeah, but nevertheless, you know, their tails are up so much, you know, but that goal should give them great confidence. Uh, you know, in Bagnus Town, they wouldn't think, you know, whether they're that deflated yet. Like, you know, they're after putting in a big shift up to now. And they've scored a like, few goals there is goals in them well the next score like the next score is vital yeah. the next score is vital like you know they've scored a few goals like up to now uh, like they've scored 5 goals of 61 points Brendan yeah Morris have scored 4 goals up to now but listen 467 uh, I think they got was yeah, it yeah 467 Brendan yeah so yeah. that is the, that is the scoring rate like which is only a few points between like in the in, in the scoring ranks Mount Leinster Rangers scored 9 goals haven't they 9 goals on 71 yeah, points that's it yeah, well there's plenty of goals well Michael, Mount Leinster coming up in our second live game here Brought to you in association with Ray Whelan. The next score is vital, Brendan. Now. Yeah, here we go. Bagnallstown Gales. One of the new men, Niall Bulger. Played at wing half back during the championship. Downfield it goes. Now lighting onto it is Jake Dial. Jake Dial sends it in. Jake Dial. That's and that's score. the next score. He's a fine player. He really played well the last time he came in. He's the younger of the three brothers. And Jake sticks it in and over the bar. So it's 1 9 to St Mullins. 10 points to Bagnallstown Gales. It's only two points between the sides, turns. And we still have the water break to come. And we have uh, the second quarter of the second half. Here's James Dial. James Dial of St Mullins. James races through. Jack McCarthy. Alan Corcoran fouls him. And James Dial has that speed. Carried it through. Corcoran committed the foul wasn't a lot in it but there was enough in it that he's going to be spoken to by the referee and uh, to be fair I think he took one for the parish of St Andrews that time he did of course and he was in full stride like you know and he was kind of heading down and going probably about 45 metres out going straight that's a yellow like, card you know, that's a yellow yeah. card for, for Alan Corcoran Alfie yeah. is it yeah. yeah Alfie's got a yellow card free in for Marty dead straight in front of the goal outside the D this is simple this should be as simple as up his street like you know and he's, he's a capable free taker so outside the D, dead straight in front of the goal. He never panics. He never panics. He's a right man for the pressure situations. We've very rarely seen him having an off day as well. That very one won there in the relegation playoff, but it was a very windy day. And he was injured. You weren't with me, but down in Kerry, he was injured during the yeah, Christy Ritter, the John Mack match. But uh, that's the site, but never in doubt. This one, yeah, the umpire picks up the white flag. Another one for Marty. His tally is necking up. That's a 1-3, 1-4 in the second half. He three points in the first half. So 1-7 altogether. Another sub coming in. So Keelan Guidra is coming on yeah. wearing number 21. And he's Keelan. coming in for Danny Dial. Keelan had a very good on, on yeah. under 20 Dan, final. Danny from Danny. Danny's a super athlete, a great all-around sportsman, but he had a quite enough day today. Yeah, he had, of course, like, you know, in fact, uh, he has been playing centre-forward in all the other games. Yeah, he was moved to right half-forward yeah. today, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, that's the way it works, and uh, that's what the panel is there for. Keelan is in to do his bit now. I wish him well. Here I come, Bagnestown. Jack McCullough, back on the stick it is. That's great harassing by St. Mullins. It's done well. Patrick Walsh. Patrick Walsh has done well. Ball is on the uh, ground here now. They're all scrumming for possession here. Ref is having a close look. It's not coming out, so David Hickey's a match referee. He's going to throw it in. 1-10 to St. Mullins. 10 points to Minaviog at halftime. It was 7 points to Bagnestown Gales. Five points to St Mullins. Here comes St Mullins on the attack. James Dial sprays a great ball downfield. Marty's been in full forward. Andrew Casey had no hurl. That's a free in Brendan. Should he, be no he, hurl he on the, the challenge. Ball, yeah. Yeah. He caught him. That's uh, He forgot he had no hurl, I think. It's a definite free. And he hit Marty a feral dunt. And it's going to be another booking. So 
That's going to be yeah, a and, Andrew Casey is the one to be spoken to. Yeah, he's going to be spoken to here. It looked a square on square shoulder, but it was illegally done. I see David Isle down there, part of the backroom team. Oh, David, uh, one of the best he was. Yeah, he's down there speaking with him there. And Pat oh, and David, you're walking down the line here. Uh, no. I saw him there somewhere a moment ago. Uh, Michal Ryan is down there with him also. Michal, of course, Ocean's father. He is. What old centre forward he was to Michal. Here's the free from Marty. The momentum was with St. Mullins now, turns. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, you know, they're, 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 you know, they're starting They're grinding to, out a win. They're starting to grind it. That's the word, Brendan. Yeah, they're starting grinding to grind out it, a yeah. win, yeah. They're, when you look at the scoreboard now, Bagnastown have only scored three points in the second half. St. Mullins have now scored 1-6, courtesy of this man, Marty Cavanaugh, with another one. John Dorn got one at the start of the second half, and other than that, Marty Cavanaugh, he got the penalty, he got four frees, and he got a point from play. Yeah, 1-11 to 10 points, and they're not finished yet. Here it goes. Paddy Boland sends it in and St Mullins look like they've one leg in the county final for next weekend Paddy Boland sends it in and over the bar he was the start he didn't start he was the start well yeah in fact and Paddy played in the first two games like and he got a goal in both of those two games that's an, is it another free you know this man has worked his socks off all day it might have gone his way in front of goal but James Dial will give you everything for St Mullins yeah. and he gives a great ball to Jer Cody who'll give it to Marty Cavanagh Marty Cavanagh switches it across oh it's gone into the back Paddy of the Boland. Paddy Boland again they just ran straight through the Bagnastown defence and the experience of St Mullins is coming back and uh, I'm not going to take anything from the St Mullins chaps that played the night to play at Bagnastown when Bagnastown won a few weeks ago but I don't care who says it or anyone says anyone knows anything about hurling knows that Marty Cavan is the difference today well, he's a big difference yeah well listen James Dyle has laid a lot of foundations he was brilliant, he's brilliant yeah, as well yeah, yeah no he has like you know no, he was the one that he, he kind of you know, he laid the foundations for that score as a free out to Bagnastown but look who was waiting on the edge of the big uh, parallelogram uh, and then uh, fed it across he did, and yeah. Ground out to win. Listen, yeah, Marty, he just saw Paddy Bowen down, so they flicked it out to him, and it was simple enough from there on. Like, Paddy's up to get one one there, like, in the last two minutes, which you it know, comes makes back it to the very comfortable. It comes back to the theory. You need your best 15 if you're going out in championship hurling or football. Yeah, I was just, I'm just kind of saying early on, now, I, you know, I thought Marty once wasn't at his best, but I tell you one thing. <laughs> they wouldn't <laughs> like to be American, man. <laughs> I wouldn't like to say it again. <laughs> 2 12 to 10. Uh, Bagnastown Gales, they're chasing the game now. Seven minutes remaining. They need goals and they need them quickly. It's 2.12 to St. Mullins. This game brought to you with thanks to Ray Whelan, Waste Disposal Limited. You can check them out on raywhelan.ie. It's a sideline ball. Niall is there. He was a starter in all their games this year. He's struck that line ball very, very well. Downfield he gets it. Killian Guidra has done well. Turned and struck that ball very quickly and it drops in around the yeah, house. I think we, it was a great catch. Kevin Kill was out. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin has it. Goalkeeper sends it downfield. Alan Corcoran Raceford. Here's Andrew Casey again coming out the corner back. He's having a good old scrap with uh, Jack Cavan. A lovely first touch by Andrew Casey. He's been bottled up. Yeah, it's going to be a free. Yeah. Little bit frontal. He's, he's, he's done quite well at corner back, other than the. the Jack is not too happy. No, but <laughs> still, still it was a good passage of play by young Casey at corner back. But it's here's Craig Dyle. Craig Dyle, he's had a great championship. Now that's a great ball in field. Is there a goal in the town? Ball knocked in, gets it in towards the, brother. the younger brother. Jake knocks it back out towards Gaidra. He sends it in, and yeah. I think that's gone. That's a point, is it? It's a wide ball. 
Well, the umpire, the goalie was telling the umpire what to do. <laughs> I'd say the umpire wasn't too sure, but, but this now, is yeah, counted no, wide now. There's so. no Bagnestone player remonstrating. No, which, no, they're not. proves it's a no, white no, ball. No, no, it Two twelve to ten. 2-12 to 10. They're just gone off the pace of it a little bit, sir. Yeah, 2-10. Yeah, in fact, now that's their fourth wide, where St. Mullins had, what, 6-4 and four Yeah, and, and they've still only scored three points in the second half. Yeah, it's true, it's true, Brendan. You know, it's, uh, it's uh, a stat like this fight when you look at it, like, yeah. you know. Three points in the second half. 7-5 they led at half time. It's now 2-12 to St. Mullins. Yeah, eight points in it, Brendan. Yeah, they've they've scored in the second again. Another rugby tackle and another free in. Yeah, the second half is 2-7 to three points. So when you get that, it's hard to win. Yeah, Keen Dyle was the one that was kind of pulled into at that time, and uh, you know it's another free, and, and I presume Marty will be coming over. Uh, five minutes remaining here in Netwatch Cullen Park, and the first of our JJ Cavanaugh's on Senior Hurling Championship semi-finals. But you have to give credit like the banks on it, they will have been excellent. I just have to say to you, I'm just about to say to you, I'm not going to write them off yet. There's a yeah, few minutes to go, listen. but when you look back at it, you mentioned some of the successes they had this year. This has been a very positive year for Bagnus and Gales, no matter what happens here today. Of course, like they had, they had maybe a blip maybe last week, like, but they're after having three cracking games before this, and uh, you know they were so good. A few lovely, the, hur- few lovely hurlers. Yeah, like up, up, well, up to 45 minutes in this game, they were well in it. One of the great people in the club, and it's the amalgamation with Aaron's own and, and St Andrews is, is paying dividends at the moment. And there's there's Marty. a free Marty Cavanagh. He gets another one. Excellent. He gets another one, Marty Cavanagh. Just when he sends that in, I just want to. Uh, Mentioned the late Sean King from Carlow here. Sean was a great footballer with Carlow. He was a resident here just behind us. Uh, lived across the road from the tennis club. He, he, he always said he loved to come see Carlow hurlers playing. And he uh, was listening to us on commentaries and came to a few matches. And sadly, Sean died suddenly a few weeks ago. But uh, yeah, he, he idolised all those fellas out there as well. And a great time for them. But I uh, just thinking of him today when we see Marty and James and the lads knocking the balls in and over the bar. But uh, 2.13 to 10 points. He'd love to have been here to see some of the action today, but unfortunately not. But the St. Mullins people are here to see it there. So we're back in this town and they're going for a goal. And Kevin Keogh has kept it out, but back in it goes. And I said there would be goals. And Jake Dial has got it. Is that a little lifeline for the Town man? Was it Jake that finished it? Number 20, I think. If, I, I think it was number 20 set it in and Keelan Guider I think well it could have been one of them finished yeah, the, listen, because it was, you know what's the, it was you know between both of them anyway and you know what's between me the pillar <laughs> <laughs> be, I, couldn't pillars. See, I couldn't see it I couldn't see it yeah. anyway. no, in fact I think it was Jake took the shot and the goal no, the super save it's a lifeline it ain't over yet 2.13 to 110 next score vital Town defend it Town defend it here comes their Keen wing half back Keen Dial gets it to Jack McCullough McCullough laces it downfield lovely Great hand touch. lovely turn Andrew Kane Andrew Kane turning and striking and that is gone That's over beauty. the bar that is an absolute oh it's wide the umpire says I thought that was a point <laughs> I thought that was a point now again there's no player remonstrating yeah, so you've got to take the umpire's word for it yeah. the umpire is underneath it that man knows better than anybody yeah. so let's be fair about yeah. it let's be fair let's be fair it's not an easy thing to do, be an umpire, and you've got to get the calls right. And, and it was very, very high. Like, yeah, and there's, you know, there's no player remonstrated, including no. the chap that took the shot. But it would have been a great score. Bangladesh Town aren't finished yet, but they're trailing. Here comes Clark. They're trying to get him into the action. Jamie, he had quite enough game from his standards, but Paul Dyle was outstanding for St. Mullins at full-back. This fella's doing quite well too. Mick Walsh, number five for the men in green. He tries to come out. He dies for the cause. Ball's gone on the ground. Intelligent stuff from David Hickey. Yeah, he has the, from a safety point of view. I see in. Michael Keogh with the book out down below. The uh, secretary of St Mullins. And there's another sub coming on for St Mullins. Michael is writing the piece of paper yeah, for St Mullins. And he's he number it. 20 there, Chris Kavanagh. Yeah, uh, Chris Kavanagh's coming in. So, Chris is... Uh, right, does not Chris... It is Chris, yeah. That's, that yeah, that is Chris, yeah. It is Chris. It is Chris, it is Chris, Chris yeah. is coming in. His two brothers are on the field. Jack and the Mouse saw three of the Kavanaugh brothers on the field now. 
don't know whether Fiona travelled to there or not. She said she might wait till the final. Well, you can get ready for the final now, Fiona. Chris Cavan is in, wearing number 20. 2.13 to St Mullins. 1.10 to Bagnall's Town Gales. 28 minutes gone. 2.13 is a total of 19 points to 13. Yep. Paddy O'Shea is the one who's been withdrawn, Brendan. Well, we are a man with a famous name, Paddy. Paddy yeah, O'Shea, the number the 7. He's right. been steady. He played corner back in some of their opening matches, but a nice player. A nice player. He played centre-back for the under-20s there this year in Champions A strong chap like himself and young Connolly are two strong chaps like at that age group. And here's a big ball in for Bagnastown Gales, but that's wide. He needed that to drop in around the uh, department. That's, uh, it's a... Uh, it's gone to the left and wide. Uh, 2.13 to St Mullins. 29 minutes gone. One minute left plus additional time. 2.13 to 1.10 in the JJ Cavan and Sons Carlos Senior Hurling Championship semi-final. And the man with the puck out is Kevin Keogh. Two great saves in the game from Kevin. Two great saves is right, Brendan. Great you know. crowd from St Mullins on the far side of the uh, park. Even the Wexford gang are shouting for them today. And is showed his big St Mullins fan down in Clunroach. 2.13 to 1.10. The ball out on the sideline on the far side. And uh, I do understand we've lots of people listening online today after uh, uh, during the games as well as the ball is sent in for St Mullins. 2-13-1-10. Can they add to it? Up towards Paddy Bolin. 1-1 after his introduction. Out comes Alan Corcoran. Alfie comes out, feeds it to the right uh, corner back position, left corner back position, but that's a wasted ball. But now it's one back. Keelan Guider is going very, very well. Four minutes of added time. Guider is sprinting down this field. He's absolutely like Usain Bolt at the moment. Oh, he's got a late he challenge there. He, did. he, did he got a challenge. late belt there. There could be words here. That was a dangerous challenge, yeah, Terry. Because the front of the challenge, like it, he. The no, second, he not the first one, the second one. Yeah, the second one. Is it Paul Dylas one has been spoken to? Don't, don't think, was it Paul with the second one? He's had some game at fullback, though, hasn't he? He's had a massive game, like his best game for a long time. Seamus Murphy is in as well. John it, Dorn leaves. Yeah, it's the yellow card for Paul. Yellow card for Paul Dial. You were saying you felt it was his best game in five years. I yeah, think, listen, he I, hurled I, I, think you're, I think you're a bit unfair. He hurled over his skin below Galway today, Carlo by Galway, and here against Galway. So we won't get say five, I'd say three. Anyway, <laughs> I'd say Morris would be happy, which <laughs> it is. 2 13. Was that a pint print? It was. It so was. We, gone in 2 13, 1 11. I presume it was, yeah. Craig. 2 13, 1 11. So that's another one for the Baglestone Gales men. So 19 points to 14-5 between them. Yeah, first one. Here's Paddy Bowling. He's really added fire, fuel to the fire. He sends in another one. And and I'll tell you one point. thing. I don't know why Paddy didn't start, but I'll tell you one thing. As Mock Lawler used to sing again, Kenny, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And Paddy's going to finish on top. That's 1-2 for Paddy Boland and 2-14 for St. Mullins. 1-11 to Minaviog. 31 minutes gone. Turns, you can bet your bottom dollar St. Mullins will be in the county yeah, final here Adair, next weekend. Adair, yeah, there at time I was speaking to Tom Coburn here. He was on the Bangstone team in 1967 that won the title. You know, he, he was kind of hoping that it would get a breakthrough. Tom, you may wait. They will get it, but it won't be They will sure. get a breakthrough, like, yeah. you know, as I said. They you will know, get it, but it know, won't be this year. It's, 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 it's a mean, while. They have to do grassroots stuff first. I mean, they're going well. Everything's going well in Bagelstown. Camogie, uh, hurling, football. They're working it's hard. It's a yellow card there for Chris Kavanagh. Already? Yeah. Chris is a quiet lad. 2.14 to 1.11. Obviously, it's something went wrong. Something, something happened there, anyway. <laughs> it's, uh, and to be fair, I know there's been a bit of niggle and a bit of this and a bit of that, but, yeah, but a good sporting game. Yeah, absolutely, like, you know, absolutely, good sporting brother, yeah. Game. And, and Terence, just a word on Gavin Nolan. He's come in here to Bangalstown Gale. Gavin he's Nolan. Chef he, he's done a great job with them. He has, of course, like, you know, and Gavin Nolan played that game, Brendan. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2004, 2004 minor 2004, final. And yeah. you know who made his name that day? It was Joe, uh, Joe Canning scored three sideline cuts that day For as Galway, a minor. As a minor. Yeah, in fact, and to beat him in a replay. Gavin picked up injuries along the way, yeah, then. Yeah, in the replay, like, and sure... Um, 
Yes, yeah, so Richie was on that team also, and, and you know, and, and the Kilkenny team. So he played with some of the big boys. He certainly did. Well, he's here managing Bagnastown Gales now. He's done a good job this year with Willie Dyle, Peter Dyle, Phil Gagan, Jared Power. Things are going well in the club, but they're looking like they're not going to make the county final this year. But there's a uh, plenty of plenty of young men down in that part of County Carlow, and Bagnastown is important to Carlow. And they need them as the goal. Ke- oh, that's a foul. Oh, that's a foul. Andrew Townsend. If not, Andrew Townsend. Say that's a shoulder. <laughs> he wins the free out. And there's going to be another yellow card yeah, here. Yellow card for Paddy Boland here. He kind of cut him with the leg. Paddy was saying it was the shoulder, but the shoulder's a little higher up, yeah, I think. And Paddy so. will probably tell the ref that my momentum carried me through. Paddy has scored 1 2 when all is said and done. That's a good job you want there from the beginning. 2 2 14 to St Mullins, 1 11 to Bagnestown Gales. We still have a few minutes of the added time. Was it Ford are going to play a turn? We've wondered about his Seamus Murphy. Seamus lets fly from way out the field. Seamus played in that match in Galway too. And now it's with Bagnastown. they go for one last throw of the dice. Seeking to get it up to 211. I'm sure they're going to go for goals if we get this downfield. In underneath it is Gerard Cody. Gerard's done well. He's a wing half back on the county team. Gets it to Seamus Murphy. His hand pass has gone wayward. Keen Dial wins it back for the town. Heen sends it downfield and that's going to go out over the line on the 45 and it will be a Bagnellstown Gales line ball. 2.14 to St Mullins, 1.11 to Minivyog. Nearly the end of the game, Ter. Yeah, near the end of the game. Like, you know, they inflicted the six points to feed on St Mullins in the first round but listen, you know, it's not to be in change around the other one now, six points ahead and listen, time is almost up and Gerald Cody's on the way out with the ball again. Yeah, just looking, I've Marty for 1-9, Paddy Boland for 1-2, John Dorn with a point and Conor Keogh with two. Yeah, so they relied on two men for a lot of their scores, whereas Bagnastown Gales relied on a lot of dead ball situations yeah, yeah, and have struggled in front of the goal in the second half. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, spot on with, yeah, spot on with the score. And Craig Dyle has got seven for... Freeze. For, yeah, from the Bagnastown Gales. Jack McCullough with one. Andrew Kane with one. And uh, James Dyle with one. And, and, uh, and Jack Dyle when he came on. Jack Dyle with one, yeah. And the goal... Uh, the I goal, I think... I think either either Ke- Ke- Keelan or, or, yeah, or Jake on yeah, it. Yeah, I think, think Jake sent into ball and it was stopped. Anyway, it was between both of them anyway. They're going to look for a goal here now because the referees have to bring it forward to the 20-metre line. Craig Dyle is going to go for a goal, but it's going to be too little too late. Too it'll little be, little it'll be a three-point defeat if they get a goal because I don't believe there's any more time left on the clock. 2.14 to St Mullins, mm-hmm. 1.11 to Bagnallstown Gales. Craig Dyle and with the ball it. outside the 20-metre line. St Mullins have got... Jerry Cody, Paul Dyle, Kevin Keogh. I'm not quite sure who the person on the right is, but uh, to have four outfield players on that goal line, have two or three standing in front of that, they ain't taking any chances. We've an injured player. Michael Walsh is down on, on the, the yeah, Listen, listen, he's a Walsh, he'll be up. Hardy he's, boy. He's the Hardy boy, isn't it? They're hardy lads. Uh, He's a shoulder injury, actually. I thought yeah. it was his leg. He's oh, a big listen, man, isn't he? Oh, listen, there are three big men. Well, yeah. well Mick, John wouldn't be that big. Make up player the year the year they won, they got to the Leinster final. Oh, God, the father was a hardy one too, I can tell you. <laughs> They're hardy boys. Hardy boys. What's no. going on here? Jack Cavan is going back up here too, from the full forward line too. Uh, he's just not taking any chances. Styler is going to go for a goal here. No turns. I didn't play much hurling, but my experience tells me he's got to go low here more so than high. Well, listen, the, yeah, the chances are of getting to one of them may not be great, you know. I see a bit of a gap there between Cody. There's the shot. He uh, went high uh, and it was stopped. And it's yeah. out for a 65, but is there time? 
Well, actually, there probably will be time for the 65. This will be, be dropped in around the house. Yeah, listen, then it'll 2, be 14, time. It'll be at 35 minutes, uh, almost 36 minutes yeah, on the you, clock now. Uh, go ahead, high. The chances are it'll be stopped with the boss of a stick fairly well. No, worthy winners on the day, Brendan. Yeah, they are. When you look at the second half performance, yeah. I mean, St Mullins had only scored five points at half time, but to finish up scoring 2-14, so 2-9 in the second half to 1-4 is really what the score. So yeah, but you'd have to give great credit like the banks. They made such a game though, like, you know, for 45, maybe 50 minutes, like they were very good. There's the high ball dropping in they're going looking for a goal will it be a consolation goal? oh Kevin Keogh gets it off the line it could have been in it could have ended up 2-14 2-11 I think that should be Gabe said a match it, and the referee has blown the full time whistle He's or, has the full, or has he no he hasn't everybody thought they had including me now there's a little bit of bargy, bargy. now they're in a county final you've got to be careful and not get involved you got to be yeah, careful. Yeah, There's yeah. a small bit of Olargy developing. That's nothing really. That's nothing really. Kevin Kyo brought off another good save there, Turns. Yeah, listen, he's, you know, he's a solid keeper all the time. Like he, it was he, a great tradition with goalkeepers down yeah, there, wasn't listen, there? Yeah, yeah he's sure good. Matty was on the team of the century in goal. And, uh, you know, Kevin is... Did you ever put one past him? Tell you no. <laughs> we'll change the subject. <laughs> Here. Now we're coming back out for, I think... That's a free out, apparently. Is it a free out, yeah? Yeah, but there's a little bit of argy-bargy like I'm not too happy. Uh, Jack McCullough's yeah, not Jack happy. Jack McCullough's not a happy camper out uh, there. Killian Guider's not happy. Anyway. Well, it's a free out. Kevin Keogh takes the free. And we're on out of time. 37 minutes gone. Right away over towards the man wearing 22, Patrick Walsh. Paddy sends it downfield, but uh, Andrew Casey will tidy it up and... Lost his footing as he went to clear that ball, Andrew. Hopefully he's all right. He is. He's back up on his feet. Niall Bulger has it. Sprays it to the far side to James Dial. Big ball downfield again. St Mullins trying to tidy it up. And they do tidy it up. No, they don't. Major comes in. There was a fair old dunt of a shoulder there. And again, it's cleared downfield. And there is the final whistle. And St Mullins have got to the Carlow County final next weekend. 214 to 111. It was hard to separate them from much of this match, but the second half realistically and thoroughly deserved by St Mullins. 214 to 111. At seven points to five at half time, but the finish with 214, courtesy of the penalty, which was a little bit of a turning point, but whether it was or it wasn't, the best team won the match there. The best and, team won uh, the match, friendly, yeah. Stones, they will come, as we said, but it wasn't yeah. going to be this year, and they have played some splendid hurling, but St Mullins grounded out and played really well. Yes, it's true, Brendan. Like, you know, they have been they have been excellent early on. Like you know, they played three great games. It bit 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 of blip last week, but today, like they were played so well, 45, 50 minutes. But listen, in the end, it was the cream came to the top. You know, Marty and James Dial and Paul Dial at fullback was was tremendous. Like you know, and uh, you know, the, like the defence were mean enough. Like uh, Gerald Cody was solid there, and um, Gary Ben was very very good also. And Cahill Conley took a couple of bite balls off. You know, near the goal line also. So listen, the better team won by a shadow of a shadow without. Like, but you have to kind of compliment, have to compliment. You know, the banks on gays. Like you know, they kind of came from the dead from a few years ago. They were having very very bad results. They're after having a good campaign this year. They won the under twenty. They're in the junior final. And, uh, you know, to give a credible performance here today. Well, certainly did. Well, St Mullins are the winners, 2-14. Big thank you to Ray Whelan. Waste disposal to all the listeners from St Mullins, Bagnus Town and beyond on our Carlow frequency. We'll be going back on full frequency for the second match. And you can hear that also online and uh, on the KCLR app around the world. So we'll be back on at a quarter past four, in around ten minutes past four, to uh, in the build-up to our second game. Mount Leinster Rangers and Nave Owen Michel. The final score here in the opening semi-final, St Mullins 2-14, Bagnellstown Gales 1-11. Congratulations St Mullins, commiserations Bagnellstown Gales. We'll be back in about 20 minutes time with our second semi-final. Back to you in the studio, Robbie. 
KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Kavanagh and Sons Carlisle Senior Hurling Championship 